Welcome back, people. It is episode 11 of season three. <laughs> we are back on a beautiful Tuesday, a little early this week, but we're still at it. And Tuesday. this episode will be listened to on Thursday, March 16th. So we appreciate you tuning in. Got a lot to unpack. We got some strange and unusual. We got our bracket talk. We got some NCAA talk. Same thing. We got some World <laughs> Baseball Classic, and then we got some XFL, and most importantly, we are going to wrap this lovely show up with NFL Free Agency. We are jacked, uh, and we're going to cliffhanger you with some great combine talk that we Hanger. probably won't get to, but Vince, how you doing? Dude, I'm doing great. Um, I'm going to uh, Cancun this weekend, so I'm getting my uh, pale Chicago skin ready to go. I promise you guys that I'll have a voice next week because last time it didn't go out too well. I sound great now, though, and I oh anticipate keeping it that way. Yeah, as Norman Nate would say, you sound delicious. Um, mm. Yeah, no, you 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 sound a lot better than you did last week. You were a little hoarse yep. last week because Vince chooses to go out and just sing his heart out. I'm a uh, singer. I, he's a singer. I mean, there's no two bones <laughs> about on, it. Man. And with all that being said, I mean, hey, Cancun at this time of year, it's March. It's like. You forget that you're like you get like a taste of spring every February. It happens. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's turning around this year. And then it snows and it's 28. So fake spring is are. the worst. Fake spring is it's, every year. It's like the definition of insanity because every year everybody thinks it's over and then it just happens again. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I've been bamboozled. But somehow it happens every year and it still happens. Hey, well, it's light outside right now. It is. I, I mean, the clear. sun's going down. But yeah, no, it's it's a hundred percent light outside and it's seven fifteen, after... sun's going down. I mean, who would have thunk it? We did turn the clocks back on Saturday. Thank God it was on a Saturday. Isn't it the worst? You know, we're one of these great states where you get daylight saving time, and then it's a totally man made thing. And then, you know, you you either gain an hour or lose an hour. Yeah. Right. So we lost an hour over the weekend. Like I said, thank God I was over the weekend. And maybe some people were out celebrating St. Patrick's Day. That was me. Was I didn't even notice. Yeah, me either. <laughs> and no clue. Slept for 12 hours on Saturday night. <laughs> that, sounds del- that sounds delightful. You were going to say delicious. Anyways. <laughs> well, Vince, I'm very, very excited for you and your vacation. Thanks. Uh, in, in a few weeks, I'll actually be coming live to the last week of spring training. So be sure you pay attention for that. Content Vince, we got some strange and unusual things to talk about this week. We do. Before I do, Mike's been doing a great job on the TikToks. I hopped on a TikTok as well. So if you guys are on TikTok, go check us out over there and you'll see more stupid BS from the boys. Um, But without further, it was was a big deal. Yeah, big, big deal. Big deal. Go Bears. Um, Yeah, Tiger Woods. Let's talk about that guy. Uh, Tiger Woods tricked his now ex girlfriend into thinking they were going on a vacation to essentially kick her out of the house. (laughs) So (laughs) to get into it a little bit, um, he called his ex-girlfriend. He's like, pack your bags. We're going on a nice short vacation Um, right during the golf season, which should have been the first red flag. Um, She packs her bags, goes to meet him, and allegedly gets met by his – I don't know who exactly would be his lawyers, whatever it may be. Legal team. They're basically like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, they were basically like, hey, here's a hotel room. Here's some expenses. We'll take care of those. And 
Taika Waititi doesn't want to date you anymore. <laughs> I mean, so like, this... what does that mean? Like, uh, how do you? Is that good? Is that a badass move? Is it not at all? I don't really know. I'm kind of stuck here. Well, looking at this Erica Herman, if I, I I recommend go Google this this lovely lady and tell me she doesn't have crazy eyes one oh one. Like <laughs> hey, book meets cover, if, buddy. Women, gentlemen, what whatever you're into out there, if anybody has eyes like this that you're dating, run for the hills. Tiger knew what he was doing. He knew that if he broke up with her in person, she was gonna go straight up fucking fatal attraction on his ass. So what he had to do was like, all right, I got to make a diversion. I'm going to go golf. I'm going to say we're going to go on a nice vacation for a couple days. And then, hey, get your shit, get out. And now she's going to claim all this bullshit because she feels as if she's got the wrong end of the stick, which he did totally do her bad. I mean, Oh, he no, did her so bad, not, dude. I get it, but there was probably, there's always a reason, right? So there was a reason. I mean, she, she has crazy eyes. I don't even know the woman. She might be a great lady to meet, but... Eh. It's fair to say that Tiger Woods isn't necessarily the best dude in the world as well. He had like his whole face. He had his whole face. He's a good father. Face. Charlie, you know? <laughs> it's like his whole career. <laughs> That's fine. At least he knows what he is, you know? He's yeah, a okay. true and true. I'm sure that this is something that has been thought about beforehand. Um, she signed an NDA. And a lot of people are freaking out about that. It's like, you made your girlfriend sign an NDA. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's Tiger yeah, Woods. No he probably kidding. made her sign it when he met her to be like, yeah. hey, this is where all my, like, you know, like, don't tell people where my money is or how much I have or any of my Don't tell anybody business. where the bodies yeah. are buried, basically. But in the oral agreement that they had, she, she ensured that she'd live in his mansion for 11 years, which is odd. 11 is a very... Weird amount of time, honestly. Um, she still had five years remaining on her contract. How contractually obligated to live in the house because they're dating is is weird language. I got to be honest. That is really, I'd be like, no. Or maybe there's a clause in there that states like, you know, when we both feel as if this is done, then, or if I feel as if this is done, then get your shit and get out of my house. Yeah, why would she break up with him, really? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. He's Tiger flipping what? But she had to know better. I mean, Tiger is the city boy of all city boys in the golf world. And, you know, he did his own thing. And he probably should never date ever again. You know, there's certain guys, they did it. You know, he was out banging strippers and escorts in Vegas for a long time. And he had multiple women on call. And, yeah, I, I think it's all because he didn't have that time, you know. I watched yeah, the whole maybe. documentary. <laughs> I can't lie. You know, the I know. No, I mean, shit. and I and I get up for Tiger. I'll, I'll make that very clear and obvious. Like, if I see Tiger playing, I'm excited. Going to the Masters in a couple weeks, I'm going to be very excited to see him there. All those things are true. In the same vein, I'm like, Tiger Woods has been down this road before. Obviously, the the golf club thing with his ex wife was a wild thing. He's had his own fair share of wild coincidences. I mean, he got in that car crash, and the police were like, "Oh, he just went like 80 right off the road." Nope, no alcohol, nothing with it. He is just flying off the road. Like he definitely gets like a good a good positive spin on a lot of shit that happens to him. In this case, I think this is just something they had set up ready to go in the first hand. I think she was just taking a little caught off guard and the legal thing is like, "Hey, remember what you said in the NDA? Even though NDAs don't really work 
anyway. Like they're kind of like a hilarious idea of like a legal document because <laughs> you can kind of get around anything with those things. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's just trying to like kind of scare her in a way. I just for me personally, if I'm dating somebody like you got to tell them to their face, right? Like that's there's levels to that, but at least like have the respect to tell them I mean, to their face. We don't know the extent of how long they were dating. It could have been a five two, years. Clean. Five years. Five years. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, actually wow. six. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of insane that it went down like this. I mean, maybe he found out some things, you know? I mean, who knows? Maybe he was just done. Maybe he just wanted to focus on himself and his craft, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Six six years, his... you got to at least like talk yeah, to him. Yeah, I mean, you know, come to think of it, <laughs> come to think of it, you know, my fiance and I just celebrated six years, you know, last month. So that yeah, would imagine in not a way, telling her be that. the equivalent. But then again, Vince, I've never been married and had children and all that good stuff. Yeah. So she's the person. And you're not the one of the best, if not the best golfer of all time. Yeah, no, not that I know about. Yeah, no, unless I've unhacked that, that you know, limitless pill that makes me that. Yeah, no, no, never. Gonna, <laughs> I don't see that happening anytime that. soon. Podcasting, on the other hand, <laughs> bet yeah. your bottom dollar We're one of here. these days. But now she's the one. You know, so that's it. Don't city boy it up. Bottom line, six years, you know, be a man enough to go face to face to say, listen, I don't want this no more. But also but the ability to have like a group of people just go and break up with your girlfriend for he you. He just wants to move. go. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a boss move. I mean, you can only hate on it so much to the point until you yeah. really break it down. It's like, listen, like, it is wrong. It is wrong, but it's still kind of wild to be able to do that. Did we just create a new business platform on the Taxi Squad like, podcast? Hey, listen, how long have you been dating? All right, listen, we'll be the breakup crew. And then boom, there you have it. Ah, can you imagine how horrible that would be? Our two ugly mugs walking up. It's like, hey, listen, let me tell you. <laughs> he's <laughs> not into like it anymore, up. all right? Hey, he's just. Hey, he says you and him's you through. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I just, you know what I hope? I hope it's like the two guys that broke up with her were like, listen, sweetheart, we, we, you know, he wanted to say he had a really good time with you. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, he cherished all the his, things his <laughs> that you two did together, but it's time. So get and he shit, wants his sweatpants back, too. Those were a gift. <laughs> you know that hoodie you borrowed at that bonfire that one time? He's going to need that back. Yeah, so, so you can just give us that and then go on your that way. Always, by the way, why in the fuck did that always happen growing up? It's like you had a girl over there you might have been dating when it was. She takes the hoodie. It's like your one favorite hoodie that you like. But, you know, Bro, you, I know. you were trying to get into that. You know, you're trying to get into that. I know. I get it. You're so, spitting so you game. Give up the hoodie. It's like, listen, that's my favorite hoodie. Yeah. She's like, oh, thanks. And then just boom, gone. It's gone forever. Yeah, no, I've there's been a couple times where like I've given somebody a hoodie like, even if I wasn't even trying to date them, but most of the time it is that way, where it's like either Absolutely. I never see it again or I, it comes around like four years later and you're like, whoa, I forgot Fucking about hoodie. that. <laughs> where did that come from? And also give it back. What are we doing here? It's so yeah. true. If you grew up in the Midwest and that time, I think anywhere, life, you, I think that's universal. Yeah, it could be. It very well could or be. Or at least countrywide. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You gave up a hoodie at some point in your life to some strange chick. It's more than engagement. Yeah. 
Uh, you want me to give you anyways. my Nike sweater? Come on. <laughs> Let's just get married instead. This is my what blue American <laughs> Eagle hoodie that I spent $42 on of my own money that I worked for. Yeah. And I'm giving it right. to you. This smell like for a my babysitting money. What are we doing? My, my babysitting money. Well, yeah, either way, Tiger's back to being a city boy. No big deal. Yep. Yep. And uh, Vince, you know, we did this last year. We're going to do it again this year. We are not claiming to be the most in tune college basketball. Even relatively in tune. Even relatively. I I know some guys. put it on. Yeah. Yeah. I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. (laughs) Um, But uh, we're going to do our very best. And that's that's what we're going to do. And a lot of this shit is throwing darts in the dark anyways. Okay, yeah, so, that's kind of what I want to say. This is what it is. If you watch somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, I've been watching them all year and this is going to happen and this is going to happen, listen to them and see how bad your bracket is. It is a toss-up. It they is a toss-up. And the story every year is like, oh, some, like, like 18-year-old, like, girl from Kennesaw, Georgia just randomly came up with the best bracket. And she's like, I've never watched basketball in my life. It's like, yeah, no shit. Like, that's how random it is. So anytime you make a bracket, one, it's going to get busted. So get used to it already. And number two, it's a crapshoot. Doesn't matter who you pick. It's a crapshoot. That's kind of why I love it, because you're in a situation where it's not a seven game series. So it's not really proving who's the best in the country at overall it's who's the best that night and that's a way more fun atmosphere to see because it's game seven every every game who showed up that night right right who showed up so without further ado Vinny, i think how we should do this is we're gonna go pick for pick down the line of the 64 yeah right and then yeah 32 16 8 boom down the final four and love it that's how we're gonna do this so we'll start you want to just start it out by conference? Does that sound? Sure. So we got South, or we at got least, Midwest, yeah. and then we yeah. could go East and West. Is that how we sure. want to do this? Yeah. Right. Let me, I'll roll over a couple. Uh, this is here. Let me just lay out my South real quick. Um, right. There's always going to be, there's always going to be a couple upsets and things like that. So I chose mine wisely. I'd like to think at least, you um, but shit. number first thing I'm going, uh, I'm going to Alabama. Uh, shoot or shoot. That's what they say. And they're going to do that. Um, I'm taking West Virginia over Maryland. Is there a reason? No, not really. San Diego state's kind of a squad. I've been watching them this one and I've been here. And so I'm, I'm drinking the the Kool-Aid like everybody else. I'm pick. I'm taking Furman over Virginia. Is that probably going to happen? No. Um, but I like it as an upset. I saw them play like a couple weeks ago and they were, they were balling. So based on that game, I'm a fan of that. I got Creighton. I got Baylor. Um, and then my next upset is going to be Utah State over Missouri. Why? Because they have a cool logo. And finally, I took Arizona over Princeton because that's going to be a blowout, in my opinion. Hmm. Well, Vince, literally, our yeah. top brackets in the South. Uh, you have Furman, right? Yep. Over over Virginia. Yep. So you would have Furman playing San Diego State. Mm-hmm. The only difference we have here is that I have Virginia beating Furman. Okay. All right. So besides right. that, we're the same. No. Besides that, we are identical. Ah, good start. Identical. Good start. So there you have it. So yeah. So not much parody, except I, I do think Virginia being in the conference that they are, I, I do think they're a little bit more of a of a squad there. But 
I think so, but who knows? You know, Ooh. it's March, baby. It's March. It's <laughs> this March. Is what we're here All for. All right. All right. Now, where are we going, Vince? Where are we going next? Let's go to the Midwest. Let's go to the home go area. To the Middle West. So this is who they're going to match up with in the Elite Eight. The South is going to match up with the Midwest. Uh, Houston, absolute wagon. Uh, I'm taking Iowa based solely off of bias. Same with Miami. Um, I think those are happening. Indiana, uh, fake blue blood. Basketball school, kind of. Not anymore as much, but I guess this year they are. So I'm taking Indiana. I'm taking Iowa State. I have Kennesaw State beating Xavier. And the reason I, I did that is because Xavier's in the Big East, and so is DePaul. So I've seen a couple of those games. They beat DePaul pretty handedly, um, but I do. I, there's some weaknesses in their game. Let's see if Kennesaw State can ha- can make it happen. Uh, Penn State beating Texas A&M, and finally Texas, baby. If you guys have listened to the show, you know that's my squad. Texas moving on to the round of 32. So I have. Some people might say I'm nuts. I have Drake upsetting Miami to play Indiana. Ooh, very cool, right? I like. And then I, I like have, him. He's got good music. I have, yeah, right. I think that's more so. I was just like, <laughs> I'm crying in the shower. Anyways, crying so hard. Anyway, <laughs> so I got Drake Indiana, and then after that, I have Iowa State and Xavier. I don't think I, I wasn't. A, I'm like kind of South State. No, no, not likely. So, but our last picks are also identical. Penn State, Ooh, Texas. I think that's go. a good one. That's a good one. Like let's go. One. All right, let's 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 uh let's keep this going and move this down to the Elite Eight, and then we can switch over. How about that? Okay, let's do it. Um, Alabama beating West Virginia. Furman beating San Diego State. Move on to a Sweet Sixteen, boys. Uh, Creighton beating Baylor, and Arizona beating Utah State. So See, essentially, my sweet State. sixteen. Is- I have Utah State beating Arizona. I think Ooh. that is a low key pick right there. Okay, I'm just going to where the sun shines more, and they want to be outside more. Okay? I like that. Here's my thought process here on Utah. The outside the Mormons, they're inside. They're shooting <laughs> basketballs and wearing their undergarments. Give for that, baby. From God. So there you have it, and they're not partying at all, right? There's no so party in Utah State. Well, I mean, you soaking. can't. Unless they dr- soaking. They're, they're soaking. They're soaking. We know that <laughs> for sure. Soaking. Sorry to the Mormon community. I so love the you. Only, the only school. difference I really have here is Alabama would play Virginia, and I have Bama yeah. beating Virginia. And then okay. Bama. Okay, you see where I'm going with that? And then Creighton yep. would ultimately beat Baylor. Creighton plays Utah State, and they beat Arizona. So to that. Okay, so in the South, who do you have in your Sweet 16? So you're going, you have Alabama and Arizona? Alabama, Iowa. Oh, no, Sweet 16? Yeah. Or Elite 8? Sweet 16. So I have Alabama versus Furman. I took Furman, and then I have Arizona Creighton. So my Elite 8 right now on the South side is going to be Furman and Arizona. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm losing I'm, I'm a little lost. A little What's lost. It? Who are your final two in that side of the bracket, Mike? <laughs> oh, my final two on that side of the bracket. Yeah, Alabama and Creighton. Okay, okay. See what okay. I'm saying? So it's Alabama, Creighton, and then Indiana, Penn State. Got you. Right. Um. All right. So and then on the other side, on the Midwest here, um, 
I have Houston, Miami, Kennesaw State, and Texas in my Sweet 16. Um, I got Iowa, Indiana, Iowa State, and Penn State all losing, um, which gives my Sweet 16 Houston, Miami, and then Kennesaw versus Texas. I have Texas beating Kennesaw, and I have Houston beating Miami, leaving me with an elite or Sweet 16 that has Houston and Texas out of the Midwest. So my Sweet 16 would look a little similar, but I got Houston playing Iowa, right? Okay. Drake would then play Indiana. Iowa State yeah. would play Xavier, right? So we we kind of did that whole thing. Now Xavier would play Penn State. Penn State wins. Indiana would play Iowa. Indiana wins, right? So I got a Ooh. I got a Big Ten matchup here. Yeah. Right. I kicked all my Big right. Ten. <laughs> no, bad. I got I got a Big Ten side of the entire okay. Elite Eight here, which I think could be very interesting. Okay, so, I like time it. Time will tell. Time will tell. Shall we move to the East and the West? Let's move to the East and the West. Why don't you break down your East for us, Mike? Okay. We got Purdue, and I don't even know this school. Texas, <laughs> Texas Southern and FT. Texas Southern. There we go. There we go. Texas Southern against Purdue. I think it is. I, fucking, I don't know what the FDU stands for. But See Texas what I'm Southern saying? There's sense. too many goddamn teams. There's too many fucking schools. Anyways, <laughs> college basketball. It's like Hanley School for the Blind. They could go far. It is Texas All Southern. Right, so, okay, so Texas Southern plays Purdue. I got Purdue just due to that fucking Neanderthal they got in the middle. I watched him play Penn State on Sunday. That guy's a fucking freak. Then oh, Memphis, yeah, they're playing Florida. each other, sorry. So, yeah. Fairly Dickinson and Texas Southern are playing in the yeah. first four. Yeah. Excuse me. And then I got Memphis and FAU, right? The Owls. I think Memphis takes on the Owls, beats the Owls. So, we would have Purdue and Memphis, right? Then we got Duke and Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, don't sleep on Oral Roberts. Still that was a squad last though. year. Oral Roberts is out of Oklahoma, buddy. So, you never know. And they got God on their side. It's a big Jesus thing. So, Jesus thing. I, did, I still went with Duke because... Duke and then Tennessee John Shire though no coach K yeah I still matter I, I just think I moved the him prospects on to him, are, <laughs> yeah so I got Duke and then I got I, I didn't take Tennessee I got Louisiana fuck you See? fuck you <laughs> I think I think the raging Cajuns could be something so don't okay. sleep on Louisiana then we got Kentucky and Providence right mm-hmm. I got I got Kentucky because Kentucky oh, K-State and Montana State. I got I got K-State. Okay. So it yep. would be Kentucky and K-State, right? Now, yep. as we move down, we got Michigan State, USC. A lot I of Midwesterns would be like, oh, I, I'm going Trojans all the way. Obviously. Great school, <laughs> even better condoms. And then Marquette, Vermont, <laughs> right? So I to- I got Marquette because Jimmy Butler, right? That that was my only thought. And Dwayne Wade. Marquette, Jimmy. And D-Wade. So two Chicago yeah. greats right there. Boom. Uh, so that is how I have my uh, East looking right now. We're similar. So I got I got Memphis and Purdue moving on here. Um, Duke and Tennessee. So I went with you on Duke. Tennessee, I'm obviously taking instead of the Cajuns for you. Um, Providence yeah. and K-State. So I actually had Providence beating John Calipari and essentially putting wow. him on the hot seat because he looks wow. like he's going to get fired if they don't go very far. Um and USC, Michigan State. I took USC with you. Marquette, yeah. Vermont. They were dogs. Marquette was dogs in the Big East tournament. Have been good all year. So I'm excited to see it. But honestly, the big thing is Purdue right now. That number one seed. Um, they got a they got a guy. They got a 
guy, let me tell you. And by a guy, I mean an absolute monster. I feel like every year these, this happens, Zach Eady, um, I know he was there, obviously, the last couple of years as well. He's a junior this year. Um, but he's just an absolute 7-4-305 monster, and we're going to see if he can do some stuff. Yeah, he's a Neanderthal. Like, he walked the earth with dinosaurs. That guy is just, just, just look at him one time. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Like, he knew Littlefoot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's Goliath and David versus Goliath. I mean, he might have been in land before time. Just just throwing it out there. Possible. Um, he could have been. He could have been. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, very similar. Uh, I could see your, your pick here with um, – I, I, I could definitely see the pick here – with with uh tennessee i i could see it too and, and I like he him. took providence which is interesting but john That's calipari squad. sidebar about john calipari john yep. calipari uh called out a espn analyst one time and uh literally called him a, a jag off on live television i highly yeah. recommend everybody google that he i remember him, he that like, oh, yeah. yeah he was like oh yeah john because you're a jag off and he was like <laughs> uh, we're we're cutting and oh my yeah. god it was great Cal John, you hurt my kid. feelings. <laughs> I wish John Calipari would call me a jagoff. That would be great. All right. Uh, you take it to the West. Taking it to the West. Let's go to the West. Let's go to the West. Um, Kansas. Duh. Kansas beating Howard. I'm taking okay. it. And the big thing is, is I've taken the ones on each of them. Someone's going to lose. The 16-1 matchup is just going to happen and ruin everybody's day. Um, sure. Illinois. State bias. I'm taking Illinois over Arkansas. Hell St. Yeah. Mary's Let's beating go. VCU. I wanted to take VCU. VCU always has these cool, like, late runs, so it's certainly possible. But St. Mary's for me. UConn beating Iona. Sorry. Sorry, Patino. Sorry about it. It's cool to see him in the in the brackets here. If Iona goes far, who knows? Maybe he gets a job in a bigger school. Um, I got TCU. They got revenge for their football season this year. Gonzaga Hell moving yeah. on over Grand Canyon. I picked yep. Boise over Northwestern. I don't know about wow. Northwestern basketball. Not even, a home, not even a home pick right now. I can't believe it. No. Continue. Sorry about it, guys. I took Illinois already. And then finally, UCLA over UNC Asheville. Uh, sidebar, UNC Asheville, Asheville in the tournament. You North Carolina. Me? Tar Heel? Not in, not in the tournament. And they also denied the NIT oh, yes. tournaments. They're pretty salty. But, hey, if you're going to be that bad, you should be in the NIT. So you go play what, it, boys. You know what NIT stands for? What? Not in tournament. <laughs> anyway, hey, that was hey, the original. Yo. That was the original championship. Hey, that was the original well, it's championship. Not the, it's not so original anymore. That was true. The, hey, yeah, all right. Yeah, the only difference <laughs> that I have here is I did. I, I was a total homer, and I went with Northwestern and Illinois. Chances yeah. are one of them will not make it. Because Arkansas just picked up some pretty big momentum. Uh, they had some big wins in, uh, what was that, the SEC tournament? Yep. Because they're SEC. So, yeah, I mean, they, they picked up some big wins in that tournament. Yeah. So. No, I, I mean, again, this is it's it's March, baby. Anything's it's possible. And that's the beauty of it, too, is like like we said earlier and obvious, given our uh, very acute uh, yes, <laughs> opinions here, is you start you're going to start noticing that in about two weeks here. We're going to know a whole lot more about college basketball than we did today. When that's the fun of it. That's the joy of it. That is the fun. I, I couldn't agree more. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk. You know, let's, let's finish out to the this East. Side. Yeah, let's go yeah. back to the East. Okay. Okay. So we got Purdue Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. Who would you have in this one? Purdue. Who's beating who? Purdue. Yep. You got Purdue winning. Okay. Yep. So then we got Duke 
And for me, it would be Louisiana. For you, it's Tennessee. Tennessee, right? yep. Who you got? So Duke, Tennessee. I personally, I, I think it's going to go down uh, to Duke. So in, in that thought process, Duke would then play Purdue. I got Tennessee okay. moving on. Purdue, Tennessee. Ooh, okay. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Then we got Kentucky and then Kansas on my side of the fence. You uh, decided I got to go Providence. Providence. So technically it would be yes. Providence and K-State. I yep. picked Kentucky to move on. And then I, I would have USC Marquette. And then yep. I pick USC to keep it moving. So I move on Providence and Marquette. So right now we're looking a lot different on this side of the bracket. A lot of okay, big big talk, yeah. big talk, big talk. And then Purdue would play Duke, and then Kentucky would play USC, bringing Ooh. us to. I got Duke Kentucky. Ooh, okay, parody, what a fun matchup! Parody, especially like fifteen years ago, it would have been a huge matchup, or even ten Absolutely. years ago. Absolutely. Um, and I got Tennessee Marquette, so let's bring the Big East to wow. the Elite Eight this wow. year. Wow. Yeah. I know. Huh. All right. All right. Yeah. No surprise. Let the boys right. play, I say. All right. Let's take it back to the West. Take it back to the West. To the West. Uh, Kansas, Illinois for me. Uh, give me Kansas. Kansas is going to beat Illinois. They're not as good this year. I'm with St. You. Mary's, UConn. I'm taking UConn. So that matchup's Kansas, UConn. You. I'm with you. TCU Gonzaga is where I'm at now. I'm picking Gonzaga to move on. I'm with you. And finally, Boise versus UCLA. Boise State with an upset coming in number 10 in, in the bracket here, and they're moving on to the Elite Eight as well, or the Sweet 16 for me. So I had the only difference in bracket here was UCLA and Northwestern. I have UCLA moving on. You would have uh, Boise State moving on. Um, exactly. So with that, you know, interesting thought process. So uh, uh, my final eight here uh, would, yep. would look a little different. So Kansas, UConn, and then basically I have Kansas and Gonzaga meeting in that okay. four for this part. All right, right cool. Here. So let's let's wrap it let's wrap it here so people understand we're what we're, we're doing. Ball. So right now we are currently in the uh, elite eight. So yes. for my elite eight. I have Furman in Arizona out of the South. I have Houston and Texas Midwest. I have Tennessee Marquette in the East, and I got Yukon and Gonzaga in the West. It's crazy. <laughs> That's the fun of it. Um, the fun and of then, it. all right, I'm, yeah. And let me just lay it out, and we'll go national championship last. So final four, Furman, Tennessee versus Texas, Yukon. I have Tennessee and Texas moving on. So I have a all orange matchup, Tennessee versus Texas in the national championship. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. So to kind of wrap this up on the South side of the things, got Alabama, Virginia, Alabama, mm -hmm. and, and then Creighton and Utah state. I have Creighton and Alabama plan. Right. Oh, and then Indiana wow. would play Penn state. Right. Okay. Right. Because Penn state would then play Xavier. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So then from there, for the, for the Midwest, I'd have in my final four would be Indiana Gonzaga, and then Ooh. Alabama Kentucky. Okay, leading us to an Alabama Indiana national championship where Alabama. That's the Reds, baby. I get the oranges, you get the Reds. All the Reds. All right, All Mike. Red. We're it is that out. time. Who are you a thousand percent confident is winning the championship this year, Mike? No fucking clue. But Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> you take Bama, they go from they go like I said, shooters shoot, and they're about to shoot their shot. So they're about Alabama to shoot. winning on your end. 
Alabama all the way for me. And there's also nothing with that. Uh, the words I picked, they were just random words that I decided to pick there. Um, How about you? Tennessee, Tennessee versus Texas and surprise, surprise, Texas Longhorns. The number two seed in there. Norman Nate would hate you right now. He's winning. He would absolutely just destroy you. Well, if he doesn't hate me yet, because I've done this the last seven years and I just one of these years. What is it with you in Texas? What is what is it you and your heart on with Texas? I mean, it's, it's those horns are long, baby. Those steers, <laughs> I tell you, boy, they get me yeah. worked up. Uh-huh. They get me all bricked up, boy. So let's right. see, uh, let's see Texas take it home. They're a basketball school. We've been saying it for years. Kinda, yeah, sure. Arch Manning can <laughs> play really. basketball. No. All right. Hey, Kevin Durant was good. Okay. Kevin Durant was there for a matter of a couple years, and Kevin Durant One. aging himself. Also One year for the Supersonics. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> he played for so. Texas as long as he played for the Sonics. So that would exactly. be some solace. Well, not I mean, OKC then moved, you know. Yeah, but I know how that NBA works. Speaking of, NBA yeah, talk. I was going to say, speaking of something that we know a little bit more about, um, NBA is wrapping up here. Bulls are the Bulls. So we'll see how that all ends up going. But the biggest Shit. thing we talked about it last week, we knew that something needed to come out of this. And it did. John Morant checked into a counseling program in Florida. Um, no timetable for his return to the Grizzlies. I think this is probably good. Um, I don't know if what to what extent he was doing all the stuff that he was doing. If he was just trying to like be a ass and it worked. Um, but now he has to go through this thing. So I hope if it isn't a real issue that it all gets taken care of. And if it's not, just do it quick and get back, John. Stop doing dumb shit. Yeah, I feel like John is kind of going through uh, through college right now in a weird way. Say John, know, maybe Ja. Oh, he said John John Morant. <laughs> One of the two. I'll help yeah. sort out this whole Pan Pam thing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think uh, John Morant's kind of going through a phase in his life where maybe he might be doing some of uh, the, the cocaine because be. only people who are doing the cocaine act this way and do we you don't want any of this shit and that's a big that's a big allegedly allegedly, but there's literally nothing proving that when you look at the behavior right he's in strip clubs i highly recommend everybody to google the image of the champagne room he was in that was okay literally question for you what is that why why did that get out there was no area that could be seen that was not covered in sync. The ground was cash. It was funny. <laughs> it was all cash. Like all of it. Like it's something out of a fucking movie or a yeah. music video for that man. I guess if you got it, I mean, I'm it. sorry. I don't know. You are not there not doing illegal substances, allegedly, but dude, boy, oh boy. And then you're waving weapons. You got guns and you're waving. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we put, we did this to like a nauseum last week, but. I, my thing with that picture is like, no one's going to that strip club anymore. <laughs> Anybody of any level of fame is not going there because they know if you go there and then something happens, that picture is getting released. Fuck that. That is like a client to club like con- confidentiality situation. Um, regardless of what he's doing, you can't be releasing strip club photos out into the public or they're going to avoid your strip club. So that guy really did himself dirty doing that. Listen, if I made that why would he go back? Business, why would he go back? If I made 
if I made that much money, Vince, and I was single in my early 20s, I got news. The strip club would be coming to me. Yeah. And NDAs would be signed. No information would be getting out. None. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, how did when that you even... you that much money, you can literally do that. I would have a strip club in my basement. Because <laughs> why not? Jesus. The gym's over. The gym's over there. Strip club's across the hall. Fine. <laughs> there you have it. I'd have the bada bing in the basement. Yeah, there let's go. There, Sopranos, there baby. See? Sopranos reference all the way. Bada bing in the basement. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, I I think that guy really messed up releasing that picture. I, think I really do. Some, uh, I think that guy's got some problems. Needless Who, the owner of that guy. club? No, 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 no. John Morant. I think that's why yeah. he No, I think we figured that one out. <laughs> you know, I, I pray he gets the mental health he, he deserves. And, you know, he it's, it's a very underrated and overshadowed thing in society. And just because you're a professional athlete making millions and millions of dollars doesn't mean you can't go so, go through some shit too. So there you have yeah, it. Yeah, that's facts. That is facts. Um, so yeah, I mean, Jaw, if you needed it, get better. If the team made you do it, go through it, do your thing. Um, and if you're a strip club owner, stop doing that, dude. Second, and you got a playoff run to get motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, and it's not even an injury. So I mean, I don't, I don't think they're gonna rush him back here, but. You might wanna. <laughs> you might wanna. John Moran might just be coming back for the playoffs better than ever, babe. Yeah, he's wanna. more rested than he could possibly be. So we're chilling. Exactly. He he'll be a okay. There will be no issues for him coming back better than ever. Right? He'll be healthy as shit in the playoffs. That might just be a play. Might just be all an illusion. Maybe this was a plan. <laughs> Could be a plan. All right, John. Here's the script. Maybe yeah. Rip a gun a out. Of <laughs> you throw a bunch of money in a strip club and wave a weapon. He's like, really? You're like, yeah, man, it's going to work. He's like, all right. I don't know. <laughs> Works Could for work. me, man. Anyways, but if we look at it right now, I mean, if, you know, both conferences ended, you know, KD going down with the ankle thing, he's out for a yeah. few weeks. Still not going to be a big, big deal. But it was just such an odd way to get injured. Like, I'd feel like such a bag of dicks if I got injured that way. Yeah, that's brutal. Just to roll it's your ankle bad. in warm-ups. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no. And he, like, slow-mo fell to the ground. And it's like, I'm out for two weeks. And I'm like, what? You just yeah. got here. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad news. Um, But even so, the Suns will be all right. I mean, I think they're going to want to – they want to play a little bit more together than they than they have so far. But time is running out very quickly here. Um, The Nuggets are number one. It's going to be great to watch them for one or two series until they eventually get upset. That's going to be depressing. They haven't played well in the last five games or so. Um, Grizzlies are actually holding on pretty well without shot. Like that whole team is a little bit wild with some of the stuff coming out from there. So I hope they all figure it out. But again, I like my Sacramento Kings. I'm hoping that they can do something with this. We'll see. Hey, and also Warriors are fifth now. Remember when they were like 12th in the division or in the conference? Yeah. I mean, the Warriors are coming out of nowhere. They're getting hot at the right time. They always do this, though. They're yeah. always, like, either there or they're coming back, and then they make the playoffs, and then it's just like they've been there a million times, been there, done it. Don't be right. surprised if the Warriors get in there and give some people a run for their money because they always do. I don't think anybody will be anymore. I think that that ship has passed. When they're there, they're the favorites. <laughs> Pretty much it's usually how it works. And then the East is just kind of, in my opinion, Celtics bucks all day long. Cavs, though, yeah, but something's I mean, looking 
something's looking good when you uh, go down the list here a little bit. I mean, Vince, somebody, somebody's in a plan. Vince, if okay, listen, they are <laughs> somebody's literally in a plan, Mike. Tied right now with the Wizards, like half a game up. Someone's in a plan. <laughs> like, no, no, no way. I'm not believing. They are. This. They are right no. now. They have a chance. If the season we'll ended today, they have a chance in the plan. We will know by April 9th, right? So we got a few weeks here. Yep. And you know they got they they don't have the easiest schedule. On no, the definitely they not. They got the the Kings tomorrow. They got the Heat on Saturday. They got the Sixers on Monday. They got the Sixers. Oh, again all easy on wins. All easy wins. <laughs> I mean, they may have a chance against the Blazers. Oh, and then they go on the road, and they're historically not a very good road team, especially yeah, this, this so, year. Not great away. You got a Monday, um, and then they got three days off, or two days off, and then they're, uh, they're so they're in Philly on Monday the twentieth, yeah, and then on that Wednesday they're back home, and then that Wednesday they're on a plane to Portland. So I mean, all I hope, and I think that they know this is like, hey, this is put up or shut up time. Um, should have happened a couple weeks ago. Truly, um. I think they're. I think they're a little bit on a turn here. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. They got two wins. They just. I mean, they dismantled the the Nuggets, who are the top team in the league right now, or at least in the West. Um, that was one night, Vince. They got. I know. I'm just beat, saying. They, like they also got beat by the Pacers on. There's Sunday, something to so. be said about momentum. They're on two game win streak right now. Again, they beat the Nuggets. Kings is not a fun matchup. Timberwolves. I think they could probably pull one out. It's that double header basically against the. <clears throat> 76ers where they're away and then at home I think that's going to be a big push or pull game um they got a couple teams also that are fighting for playoff spots down the line here too so they're going to be playing full um at least the Lakers won't have LeBron and somehow the Lakers are almost in the playoffs and LeBron is out for his injury that he after he said that these are the most important games of his career he gets injured so mm-hmm. he's an injury liability I've been saying that for years he's old <laughs> he is old. Just hang it up. Just he's waiting done. for Bronny. Yeah, bull, yeah, Bulls. You know, Vince. You, you never know what's going to happen. Of course, but I just don't see it in the cards for them. Uh, you know, and because because you're day, rooting for wanna, it, it's because you're actively rooting for see, it. I just want to see that fresh face. I just want to see the baby. I just want. I want the cheeks back, Vince. Give me those cheeks. Yeah, back. you're just you're waiting for <laughs> you're waiting to root for the Bulls and then I'll make the playoffs. It's wild. Vinny Bag, you know, just fucking grab one of those things like he's fucking eight years old again. You know, that's that's the yeah. that's more so the reasoning. It's more so the reasoning, and I think you're gonna shave, Vince. At the end of the day, I think you're gonna shave, and and when that time comes, why don't yeah. you remind all of our listeners who you're gonna shave with? Yeah, so. Just to recap your the bet really quick, because you, if you listen to the show, you know it. But we have a bet that's going right now that we made um, after a few cocktails at an Italian restaurant. And I told Mike that the Bulls are making the playoffs easy. No shot. It was going to be easy. It wasn't the whole time. Um, if the Bulls make the playoffs, then Mike has to take me out to a nice dinner, wine and dine me, be a good guy. If the Bulls don't make the playoffs. I have to shave off my beard, and I will be shaving my beard off if that comes with none other than Henson shaving. So here's a word from Henson shaving. The Henson razor, it puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. 
The razor's made with CNC machines to aerospace standards. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. Um, we talked about this last week, obviously. We're back around again. I use this, so I get I get my hair cut, I get it lined up by the barber. And my biggest concern every time I'm done with it is like, hey, I'm not going to get a haircut for two weeks. My beard's going to get wild. I would use my razor with the multiple blades, and it would just, you know, it would just basically ruin my beard. Because I'm like, I can't get this line perfectly. This is perfect. It has unique head design. It has one blade in it. It's very thin, very precise, and it can just kind of get right into there. Um it has as exit channels, so I know the biggest problem that everybody has is how do I clean my razor after it, and it's always a pain in the butt. This time, they have these nice little spots at the bottom of it. It's a single blade. You can run water right through, and the hair goes right down the drain. Clean. To your point, I've Vince, never had a razor that's easy to clean. Never. To your point, Vince, I mean, I shaved before this wedding I went to last week, right? And I'm very particular about when I shave because I have very sensitive skin. And usually there's certain parts of my face that'll break out or I'll get razor burn. I don't get that with sure. this razor at all. Ooh. And to your point, I think with the technology that they use, I mean, we're talking aerospace engineering here. We're talking materials that are used on the International Space Station. I mean, Vince, I'm not breaking out anymore. And not only that, but the handle itself and the razors themselves are so light. I, I don't know what we were doing before. Easy to pack. Easy to do everything. It is not <clears throat> like your normal razor. And the biggest kicker here, cost of ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is $177 less than a normal cartridge razor. Better for the environment. Stop using plastic razors. Use this metal one. So go on the website, hensonshaving.com. Use the promo code TAXISQUAD at checkout. And receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of a razor. You got to put them both in your cart. So put the razor in your cart. Put the hundred pack of blades when you're checking out Taxi Squad. T A X I S Q U A D. And for most users, this amount of blades will last two to five years of shaving. So promo code Taxi Squad HensonShaving.com. Well, Vince, I I'm excited to see a fresh face. I really am. Yep. No joke. Excited we'll to really see the fresh face, you know, and, and the NBA season is always a toss up. We never really know. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm just happy that the South bitch uh, is not playing right now, <laughs> even though he does claim that he is in the most crucial part of his career. Blah, 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 it, blah. it just wasn't true when he said it. My favorite thing that I saw from LeBron, LeBron's a, when he's injured or he's out, he's a wild man on the Twitter. Um, so he was posted on Twitter. Saying, man, Bronny definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching on League Pass today. Shit, lightweight, hilarious, laugh face, laugh face, laugh face, laugh face. And I just can't imagine if you're like on the bench over the Lakers, like you're Taylor Horton Tucker or something like that. And he's just like, yo, like, what the hell, LeBron? Like, what are you talking yo, about? Yeah. So Bronny like, could compete in the G League right now? Bronny could I guess Bronny could repeat, compete in the league. Bills? Yeah, no fucking way. He, he can compete in the league. I don't know. He's already Maybe. getting owned and stuffed in some, you know, just run of the mill elite eight games. Not elite eight. What what's the league that they're all in? These high school kids. What's the name of it? Oh god, what's the name of it? Like Drake. What do you mean? AAU. AAU. There we go. 
I was like, I don't have no idea where the hell my head was. I was back in NCAA. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Bronny goes to college or do you think he goes to the league right away? I think he goes for a year. I think he goes to Ohio State or something like that, somewhere in Ohio to, you know, so do that. My whole daddy thing. didn't go. Yeah. But he claims it as his own, even though he didn't go there. It's like me and Notre Dame. Um, Dude, you fucking grew up in LA. Shut up. I mean, he's moving up the prospect rankings. He is a good basketball player. All those things are true. It's just, you got to think like, if you're in the league and you're on the bench and you're like, dude, this is so fucked up. LeBron's like basically calling me out, especially if you're playing that game or that day. You're like, he might have been watching us. And he's like, nah, this guy's low key trash. Uh, my big thing is that he, he didn't say low key. He said shit, lightweight, hilarious, lightweight, hilarious. I don't know if I've ever heard that one. Yeah, you know, LeBron and trying to be in with the young His, kids today. He says the he probably, shit, man. He says the weirdest he shit. He probably, he probably, like, you, you cap and, like, probably brings in all those, like, Gen Z phrases and even yeah. like, born in, like, 83 or some shit. Okay, let me give you another one. Just woke up from having a dream that MJ and I was shooting the shit back and forth at the men's cha- men's national championship game between North Carolina and Duke. Great vibes and epic classic game. It was a tie game, 94-94, five seconds left, NC with the ball. My ass would wake up to use the bathroom right before seeing the end of the game. Happens all the time. Never get to the end. Always felt real as hell. LOL. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool, dude. <laughs> like, what are, we, what are we doing here? Yeah, and it's just 21 million people see it, bro. (laughs) Uh, Who knows? Maybe he's a little chirped out. You never know. He's got to be bored, man. He could be. He could be. It's okay. He needs to retire. It's over. Just he's he's like in a weird way. He's tarnishing Kobe's legacy. Why? Is that terrible to say? Because I don't know why. Five championships in a Lakers jersey. He goes there shortly before Kobe then dies. Right. And then like. The world shuts down, and like it's it's all this. I don't think I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. Um, because like he's not tarnishing his legacy. He's going there to try to win more. It's like saying like he's not anybody that anymore. LeBron James, but he won one already. It was cookie cutter Mickey Mouse bullshit, but he won. That was the cookie cutter Mickey Mouse of any fucking NBA championship. I know the dome championship. Put an asterisk next to it, just like you put the asterisk next to the Dodgers World Series win. I know, but it's, if, to me, that kind of feels like saying, like, oh, in, like, 2002 or something like that, if some if some star went to the Bulls after, like, Michael Jordan did that and they tried winning a championship, you'd be like, oh, he's tarnishing Jordan's legacy. It's like, nah, they're just trying to win in a different era. Yeah, but it's the Bulls, and that could never happen because we can't be successful that many times in a row. We've only been successful once, actually, technically, and it I was know. that time. Exactly. <laughs> well, the D-Rose days was the closest we've ever gotten. Yeah, and then he broke and like glass. We had our, yeah, and then we had an opportunity, and just his knee folded like a lawn chair. Ah, poor guy. He was never the same after that, too. No, nope, but he's still playing, and he's putting up good minutes right now, so shout-out to our guy. I'm a big shout fan of D-Rose. D-Rose. I still shout am. Shout-out to D-Rose before the Dreads. D-Rose before the Dreads was the D-Rose I loved. D-Rose Anyways, still. Big fan. A lot of people forget that Paul Gasol was a bull also. And dropped. And congrats on the jersey retirement, Paul Gasol. As well yeah. for the Lakers. Paul, yeah, Paul, Paul's a G in his day. Absolutely. Yes. Well, let's talk a little world baseball classic, shall we? Yes. World baseball in the worlds, worlds in the baseball. This is so fun, dude. Oh, dude, it's great. And and you I'm know some of these fan. games are total fucking snooze fest, but you know Most of I, I, I do love. Yeah, <laughs> I do love the the, the narratives. You know, and, and the good good games get like 
down the line where, you know, Venezuela will play the Dominican Republic, which I'm sure. still not sold on the Dominican Republic because they're they were, good. You know, yeah, but they should have pumped Nicaragua and they only yeah. won by like four runs. So yeah. I, I, I don't know if that was a tune up game or what, but every starter was in and I, I don't see that being a thing. Now, I do have a world baseball classic conspiracy theory. OK, hit me with it. Are you ready? Okay. So yep. my World Baseball Classic conspiracy theory is that Lance or yeah, Lance Newbar, outfielder for the Cardinals, yep. is playing for Japan. Yeah. And I think solely it's Lars, Lars Newbar. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Lars Newbar is playing for Japan for the sole reason of trying to recruit Shohei Otani. They parts. sent Lars Newbar to do that? Yeah, dude, because here's why. Ready? Hear me out. Yeah. So Lars Newbar is a like uh army brat, right? And he grew up on army bases growing up. And oh. for a while there, his I think his mother or father is from Japan, right? So okay. he grew up on an army base and his family would bounce around the globe. And he did spend and live some time in Japan and then moved back to the US as a young man and then grew up playing baseball here and all that good stuff. All right. But I still do believe that him and Shohei, like that, that was their ticket. They were like, Lars go recruit. And he's like doing it. Like if you look at the whole Japan team, like Lars Newpar, his whole thing is like twisting the pepper, right? That's like, yeah, he's he has getting people in Japan jam. ready for that shit. They're doing yeah, it in soccer has, leagues now. They're doing it in soccer leagues, but dude, he has like he has influenced the culture there already to the point where like little league baseball teams and these little Japanese kids are twisting the pepper. You gotta love it. So I think uh, him and sort of though it doesn't look it, it doesn't look awesome when I see it in person. It looks like you're cranking a shaft. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, Vince, that's where your terrible, fucked up, polluted mind goes, and that's, that's fair. We've all done it before, and that's, that's fine. True. We all think very odd things at times. Listen, I'm like John Moran. I'm but, trying to get better. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we're all trying to get better, Vince. And you know, he's in treatment, <laughs> okay. though. You're not necessarily there yet. But yeah, I am. You ever you know, play video it, games? Ever play video games? That's my treatment. Move on. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> but I mean, I think the World Baseball Classic is is wonderful. But that's my conspiracy theory. I do. I like that it. Large new bars there trying to move Shohei Otani. Be like, dude, you come play for the Cardinals, get you the max. We'll do this whole thing. They'll find a way to figure it out with the cap room because they just get rid of people and they just re-farm talent and farm it again. And it, yeah. and cap doesn't exist in baseball. The only people that follow it are the A's and the White Sox. So <laughs> that's not <laughs> that. Exactly. It's it's so very true. So, yeah, nonetheless, I mean, I, I was very surprised. I think one of the biggest stories of this entire world baseball classic is like, you know, the dream team of American baseball players yeah. um, got totally stunned. By yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Mexico said, don't forget about us. They said, hey, we're south of you, but today we're above you. Um, they smoked them. And there wasn't a lot of guys on the Mexico team that I knew. And I think the U.S. just went in expecting just to win every time. And that's not what's happening. Yeah, no. I mean, the U.S., in my opinion, um, are in an interesting spot, right? Um, they are either playing teams like it's a blowout. Like last night, they scored nine runs in that the first inning. That was wild. Inning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, them. they scored nine runs in the first inning. So it was nuts. 
to me to watch. It's like, oh yeah, here's a guy who's probably an accountant throwing a pitch <laughs> throwing a pitch to Nolan Arenado. It's like, yeah, good luck. Yeah, I mean this, and I'm not. I mean, Mexico's got a squad. It's not comparable well, to the squad. U.S. team because it's. I mean, they got Rosarena, Isaac Paredes, Rowdy Tellez, like Luis Urias. Like, there's good players on that team. Verdugo's on that team too, and Alec Thomas, who's actually kind of a dog. Um, so there's like there's definitely pieces of this team that are good. But if you compare it like side by side, like what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> like the pitching just didn't show up, and that was the opposite of what happened last night against uh, good old Team Canada. I mean, Canada, no offense. And, and w- can somebody explain to me why Freddie Freeman's playing on the Canadian team? That did make it. Yeah, he's got sense. dual citizenship because his mom or dad is from Canada. Um, but he was born why in the U.S. And play for Canada. Because he, he wanted to get Pete Alonzo a spot, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Pete Alonzo just, should just become a full-time DH because, for the record, he cannot, not play defense like at all. yeah he's like he's Eloy but Eloy was playing right yesterday so you know oh fun fact if you're tuning in right now on this lovely Tuesday March 14th the Dominican Republic is going to the bottom of the sixth inning against Israel and they're only ah. winning three to nothing Israel got like no said, or he, they got perfect games last night I mean dude I I understand it and they might be coming back out like eh, okay yeah we got something to prove but I'm telling still you, though uh, yeah, I don't know, bro. Venezuela beat Nicaragua today. I I still have Venezuela as my favorite. All overall, they're good. They're not Venezuela's. my they're not my favorite, but they're good. They're good. Who do you got um, winning it all, dude? Japan just might. I mean, I have the U.S. winning it all because talent trumps everything, in my opinion, most of the time. Um, it's possible that they lose, but they're making it out of the bracket now after winning. Um, I expect another win as well, but Japan just looks like an absolute freaking. Like everything's great. Otani's just unbelievable. That being Who's said, they though they haven't played that's, anybody. Okay, so shit. that's what I was saying. Team Australia is three and one in that bracket, and Team Australia has like one guy I know. So that you know everything's got a little you know, asterisk. Your, your only competition in that is the Aussies. Like you know that oh yeah, we're gonna hit baseball down under. Eh, eh. Well, Korea Korea's we'll pretty good too. They just they took two losses because they played Japan. Watch anyway. me tackle this baseball bat. Run out yeah. there, yeah. Crikey! Oh, look, it's gorgeous! It's gorgeous! <laughs> gorgeous! <laughs> gorgeous! I mean, right now Venezuela is leading. Basically, it, it they're in the same boat as Japan. So that's yeah, a, they just got a thing right now. They got to get that fourth win. So that I mean, they're good. I for me, I'm taking I'm taking the U.S. It's just happening. Um, okay, but I do. I wouldn't be surprised to see a Japan and u.s championship myself i'd agree but with that. a lot of things can happen this is there's less games to these than than there are to like the the playoffs kind of similar to how i was saying about the ncaa tournament it's like these things these games matter more because every game's like a game seven to them or right i mean it was like a game five for this for the usa team but it is cool i did notice this too and i was like as i was cheering it's like it's nice to root for mike trout and arenado and all these guys that are actually really good and you're like oh i'll never be able to root for them in real life but today i can't it's like the dream well team. Vince, it, it is like the dream team of baseball and, and like the fact that they lost the game is just kind of disappointing and brutal like, yeah and when what's his name mark derosa came out and basically was like oh yeah just load management i'm like shut up 
Yeah, it's wild. No one else is load managing. No other country is load managing. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Well, they're they're playing for keeps. You're going to tell me Venezuela's load managing? No way. No shot. They're out there playing until they're fucking dead. And that's why yeah, I still think we'll, Venezuela is going to win. If you look at them top to bottom, they are stacked in their pitching. They care. Stacked. Yeah. They care. Um, it's going to be pitching for the U.S. That's going to be the make it or break it. Lance Lynn looked good last night. I have a question. So the mercy rule has been coming out a lot. Um, we've obviously seen it, given the fact that teams are blowing people out. Uh, combined perfect game by Puerto Rico against Israel, eight innings instead of nine. Um, how do you feel about this mercy rule? I'm kind of mixed here. I think it's kind of good. I mean, think about it. We've all grown up playing a sport, most of us at least. We've all been in those games where it's either you're on the receiving side of it or you're giving the shellacking where it's just like you don't even want to be there anymore. And I know there's yeah. professionals being paid to play, but still. Yeah. I don't think they're getting paid for this. I mean, a lot of them are getting paid, right? Sure. I mean, they're getting paid in some capacity, whether it be brand deals or whatever. There's yeah. marketing dollars involved that they're getting. They're getting paid something. Right. Good point. I think it's good overall because it is like stopping those games from going long. But I don't know. Last night I was watching it. And I was like, just keep putting it to them. Um, and then my other concern for that is like similar to like soccer. I was like, how do the ties actually end up working? So ties and standings go to the winner of the head to head. So if we were in a situation where Mexico, you know, it was Mexico or the U.S. need to move on. Mexico would actually take that from the U.S., which is pretty crazy. Um, and then if it goes a three-way tie, then it goes runs against. So the U.S. also would have a hard time with that, given that they've been, you know, shellacked a couple times. <laughs> yeah, the U.S., I think, will ultimately be fine. But I still, I, in my opinion, I, I don't think anybody's touching Venezuela when it's all said. That was a wake-up game. I think Mexico was a wake up game and it's like, oh, we're here now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also Tim Anderson. It's gonna Mike be, Trout said he's a legend. Best opposite field okay. swing in the MLB, Mike Trout says. Yeah. Well, he also is one of the worst defensive players in the entire AL. We need to fix Mikey Incredible. Hater. I gotta say. It, it, we gotta fix dude, we gotta fix I'm your not hate. a hater. I love my <laughs> baseball team more so than anything. I've cried legitimate tears in more ways than one for that team, right? Yeah. And I'm just sick of the consistent nonsense of zero yes. investment and like wrapping up a big pile of poo with a fucking bow tie on it and telling <laughs> me it's good. I'm sick of that. We don't need seven fucking first basemen playing defensive positions <laughs> on our baseball field. Okay. You know, and to give this some, you know, comparison, for example, you know, go talk to like a St. Louis Cardinals fan, right? Is anybody, if you've ever talked to a Cardinals fan, they'll tell you how disappointed they are that they don't have their ninth gold glover in their offense or defensive repertoire. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. Every player on this team has a gold glove? Well, kind of. Fuck you, dude. It's <laughs> My buddy at work, he's a huge, large Cardinal fan. I'm sitting there with him. He's like, oh, yeah. So basically, you know, we're just kind of disappointed with Newbar, though, because like defensively, you know, he just needs that gold glove for us to have nine gold glovers. And I'm just like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And so you ever had a manager fall asleep in the dugout? You ever like, have you a got him at manager the fall asleep in the dugout and have fans <laughs> screaming at him to make substitutions? And then he actually makes the substitution and then claimed, no, no, no. I was going to do that anyway. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's Griffol yeah. season. 
We're all in on Griffol. Oh, it's Griffol season, babe. We got a catcher who we got a catcher who can't run. We got a what benefits from no shift? Yeah. Okay. Do you see how teams are starting to get rid of the shift now, or or combating the shift? They're taking their fucking right fielder, bringing him in, taking their center fielder, putting him in right, (laughs) and then taking their left fielder and moving him to center. Baseball always finds a way. Yeah, you gotta love it. It's a beautiful oppo field, sport. guys. It is. in the oppo because it also, even though they they are adjusting it, it, it leaves them at an even more vulnerable spot. There is so. no ban on outfield ships, so teams will adapt, and it's not going to be that much different. I hate to say it. Al- hey, not. outfield ships if they if they hit it, if they hit it opposite field, and the guy sitting in center field, it's a mayday. That's all I'm saying. Like Grandal can get a double doing that, and that's saying something. No, he couldn't. Yes, he could. Speed demon. No. <laughs> Listen, we'll talk more baseball when it gets closer. Sebi but... fucking Zavala. Who hits Zebi bombs? Zavala. Who would also be a starting AAA fucking catcher on most teams, but on our team, he's our backup catcher because White Sox. Anyways, <laughs> let's move forward. Um, all right. Well, hey, the you can cheer for this team. Yeah, cheer for <laughs> this team. Yeah, Jerry Reinsdorf led organizations. I had some guy on TikTok tell me this week that it's just not that bad. And the fact that anybody has to say it's just not that bad <laughs> means it's that fucking bad. Okay, yeah. so just That's stop valid. while we're ahead. Hey, you Anyways. you went on the TikTok. You know how that works. That's how that goes. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I pay attention though. Anyways, XFL, DC man, they are powerhouse. I mean, DC defenders. With the Hawaiian, with the rocking Hawaiian, I'm sure the Battle Hawks are kind of disappointed. They let them rock. They let them walk. But yeah, the uh, DC defenders are second to only the Houston Roughnecks in points for and points against. They're both four and zero. Houston's really good too, and the Orlando Guardians are zero and four. Hey, my, my team can't my do Seattle shit, Sea man. Dragons are five hundred with Ben Danucci. Well, that was your backup. Scoring differential is plus plus seven, and they're on a two game winning streak. I'll take it. Yeah, those my two teams are zero and four, so I don't even know. Like kind of like what I what I wish was. Yeah, Vince got the bottom of the barrel there. Jeez, Louise! Um, (laughs) I didn't even get to pick these. It's brutal. It was my idea too. It was my idea too. (laughs) It's like I don't even. You know, I hate to say this. DC Defenders is my team. Don't get me wrong. I I was the wheel of death chose that for me. And yep. they, they do look very good. But the team I've like been kind of falling in love with in the XFL, and maybe it's just all parody and the NFL thing and St. Louis and, like, whatever. Dude, the Battle Hawks are electric to watch. Like, if and anybody has St. Louis a agrees. St. Louis right now is losing their fucking mind for a triple-A <laughs> football team. Remind you, this is what this is. This isn't even real football. In theory, this is the XFL, the extreme football league that the Rock owns. It's amazing to me. So they basically sold out the entire lower bowl of that XFL stadium, which used to be the former St. Louis uh, Superdome where the Rams would play. Now it's called, I don't know, some something insurance dome. But it holds 60,000 people. So they sold out half of that stadium for an XFL game. Yeah, that's pretty sick. <laughs> I mean, they're Good they're committed manners. to it. The move was you bullshit. We've talked about it a couple times. Um, 
and they love football there. And like, you know, if they brought another fan franchise there, I'm sure they would show up and I'm sure they would support it. Um, and I mean, shit, the battle Hawks are doing it for them basically. And they're three and one. It's a good team. Hey, they are a good team. In my opinion, I believe but that they're not yours. <laughs> they're not, they're not. I'm, I'm going to, we're actually taxi squad. Uh, part of it will be live at the XFL, uh, battle, battle Hawk game in the week of Easter, actually. So going to get some bunnies and it's some battle Hawks. And, uh, you know, going to be yucking it up. Bears, bunnies, and battle hawks. (laughs) (laughs) Bears, bunnies, and battle battle hawks. That's exactly the ticket. Vince, you heard it here first. Ready, people? Your Easter weekend is now going to be beers, bunnies, battle hawks. Three Bs. Go. Yeah. We're an alliteration pod. I don't know what to tell you. What, What else can we say? But you do have to love that they show out for their football team and the cheers that are continuous in this stadium are all fuck cranky, which I think is fantastic. Stick it to the man. Love it. No one there likes him. He's public enemy number one. Everybody hates him. Literally, if he walked into that town, I think that there would be an assassination plot against him. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And rightfully so. That was such a stupid movie to have made. It was dumb. Yeah, it was a business decision for sure. And the NFL totally colluded against them. There are papers on it. There are full-blown white documents on that. So, like, you could look it up. There are white papers on that. But, Vince, we have yes. real football news to talk about right now. Yes. And I'm waiting for this moment. So jacked. Me too. All right. So let me tell you a little story, everybody. Please. We're going to get into uh, a Bears corner and in this Bears corner, I'm going to give the most aggressive. There we go. That was good. Got it all. That was good. That was a good one. Yes. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, can't do it. Anyways, <laughs> sitting on the couch Friday, right? Chill night, hanging with the bride. And I get a text message from Vince. It's official. I'm like, no fucking way. It's official. He's yeah. like, oh, dude, it's official. <laughs> the Bears finally trade the first pick overall in the NFL draft for the Hall of the Century. Two Thank first God. rounders, two twos, and a fucking epic wide receiver. Yeah. A three years or now almost five year starter and three consecutive seasons of a thousand yards receiving more. The man himself, DJ Moore. That is my DJ. Oh, boy. Vince, this is electric. Yes. Ryan Ryan Poles just proved he is not the Ryans of the past. <laughs> no. For this team. No. For this franchise. Huge fan. Huge fan of the trade. Uh, I said it on the TikToks, but a lot of people expect, you know, three first round picks. That was like the, oh, 49ers did that for two. You need at least three first round picks. I consider this to be that or more since DJ Moore is such an elite receiver. Um, they initially did not want to get rid of him. And the Bears were like, you don't do it. It's no cash. So he got included into it. He seems excited um, based on his reactions in the Twitter sphere. Um, ninth overall pick. Now we're sitting at a place where it's almost 100% going to be a left tackle, especially after the moves that we're going to talk about shortly. Um, mm-hmm. Nice, nice second round pick uh, to next year's first rounder, which I don't think the Panthers are going to be very good this year. So no, that could not. actually end up being a, Really good pick. It's just that division that scares me. Um, 
but yeah, I could see that. I could see that turning into a good pick for next year. And we got another second rounder. So 2025, if they suck, you'll get an early second round pick. You're great. We got a second round pick this year. We got a second round pick next year. We got a first round pick next year. We got a first round pick. Th- I mean, it's epic. Next year, I mean, let's just say we have a nine win season. I'm not like going out of bounds here. Maybe nine wins is like where you cap them. I think nine might be high still, like given how how bad. Yeah, they were but they year. were slated to win seven games last season, right. and they only won what three? Three, I, I yeah, it. yeah. So okay, so you hope for maybe doubling that. I hope for an eight to nine win season. We will see. Maybe I'm I I'm drinking the Kool Aid big time. But we've discussed this on this podcast weeks ago, of saying you don't have. I, I said don't go back to two. Don't go back to four. Look at the Panthers. Look at the Raiders. Get more capital, and then maybe you throw in a DJ Moore type or somebody who's big like a Devonte. I mean, talent is key here for a offense that desperately needs it. And now you could just focus on interior line help, which we greatly need. And you have to protect your investment and also give him weapons. And now to look at our arsenal on offense, which I do believe it is an arsenal. You have DJ Moore, Chase Claypool. A lot of people say he's not a wide receiver one. Correct. You were getting hate. You were getting hate on Chase Claypool on the TikToks. Chase Claypool is a great, is yeah, great. He's great. 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 He's great. He's great. He's <laughs> fucking great. He's a great <laughs> wide receiver too, right? He doesn't need to be a guy. DJ Moore is the guy. Can run every route on the route tree. Has great hands. Epic athlete, right? So now Chase Claypool can just farm. Basically, he's going to get one-on-one matchups in the red zone. And the only thing Justin Fields is going to need to do is put the ball at a high spot and let him go get it. That's what he does. So now you give Claypool that opportunity. You have Darnell Mooney, a fucking burner, playing the slot to take the, the slot top now I, instead of woo. wide receiver one. What a move! Yeah, he yeah he doesn't need to be a wide receiver one. And now you have a guy who's playing fucking chestnut checkers and Ryan Poles, and he is starting to assemble a fucking squad. I feel like it's real life Madden right now. Like it feels like that they're just picking I don't even up every trade. Would happen in Madden right now? Probably not. Would happen in Madden, Probably. Right? Not. I, I think if you went to the Madden machine right now, put in this trade in your franchise, no fucking way it's going through. No way. Hey, DJ Moore, that's but, way too much. We expect more from you. Yeah. That's literally what I would say. You know, um, here's what I will say. I, I do believe they still have to draft more talent on offense. For wide sure. receiver help, maybe another tight end. Uh, because there are some. I don't think they need contracts. a wide receiver. Oh, I still I'd think say, you got to draft one in the third or fourth round. Okay, Absolutely. yeah, okay, good call. I was going to say, not in the yeah. first. Not in the first. No way. No, no, no. You got to protect the big boy, but go ahead, Vince. I think JS. I think JSN was a good good hope, but that's not happening anymore. That's I'd fine. say that ship has sailed. You don't need him. You got DJ Moore. Right. Let let Jackson Smith and Jake but go to some team like, I don't know, maybe the, maybe the Saints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe the Panthers. Who who knows? Who knows at this stage of the game? Yeah, that could be great. But I mean... Um, Wide receiver, yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be the thing. Like you said, Claypool and Mooney are both at the last year of their contract now. Um, so this is going to be a make it or break it year. I'd like to see more out of Mooney anyway. Um, I think we were just so in love with that first year. Um, and there's still a lot of improvement to happen. And in the slot, it's going to work out great for him. Um, and then Claypool, same thing. But at least we have that year with them. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the backfield. Uh 
and then the defense. I mean, we'll, we can talk about that in a moment, but it's getting better by the by the minute right now. Well, I think the backfield is something that will address itself in the draft. I think you can find wonderful talent in the middle rounds of the draft for running backs. I don't think you need to go nuts for that, in my opinion. Or a trade. I mean, don't get me wrong. Or a trade. Maybe, but what more are you going to trade without giving up draft capital? That's my only issue. You're saying, and you have saying, no Austin Eckler's looking pieces. for a new home. No, I don't want that little midget. Not just saying, team. just saying. I don't want the little also, person can't on say our that team. Vince. There you go. <laughs> I don't want the little person on our team because yep. it gets really cold here, and I don't believe him playing on the West Coast basically for the past, you know, four years is going to make sense. He's I a dog. think. A team like the Chiefs would be very wise to go out and try and trade for him, even though chances are the Chargers are like, we're going to trade him way out of this division and probably not even in the same conference. Some NFC team will pick him up. I just don't think it's going to be us. Could be. What it you could be. I don't think him? it's going to be. I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to happen. Vince I'm just saying. Always I, I, gets this like weird stiffy for like offensive like game changers slash talent like and rightfully yeah. so i get it i understand. oh i get hard over scale players come on <laughs> he does. Absolutely. Like, he's like rock right. hard like do you understand we are in prime position to take b john robinson at the ninth pick i said dude no Dog. we're not fucking taking b john robinson he's like dude, before he was tagged saquon like, no. was my boy once again terrible track record with drafting <laughs> texas running backs in the first round of your bears franchise so don't fucking do it don't do hey it. he could be available at nine we'll see no way it's happening <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no way should we know. hop into these? Should we hop into these free agent signs? I mean, bear signings. Absolutely, we're talking about it. Let's get after it. Number, not the first one to happen, but the most important one, in my opinion. I guess not even in my opinion. Tremaine Edmonds, four years, seventy-two mil, fifty mil guaranteed. Coming off of his rookie deal, he's twenty-four, if I'm not mistaken, and now he is a linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, this one kind of gave me a minute for pause because they didn't want to give Roquan like an extra $28 million. The combination Roquan. of every single guy that we just signed together equals Roquan Smith's one-year salary. Just Okay. Saying. All right. That's fair. I get it. And, That's crazy. You know, like I said, Poles is playing chess, not checkers. This dude clearly is assembling a fucking roster and he knows what he's doing. I give him props because everything checks a box here. Tremaine Edmonds, inside linebacker help, off ball linebacker noted, but fits your scheme, right? Four, exceptional three coverage linebacker too in the middle. Exceptional. Yeah, I agree. And then not only that, but then they sign hometown boy TJ Edwards from the Eagles yeah. who Grew up in Lake Villa, Illinois. Grew up a huge Bears fan. The Jewelry Exchange. No, it's Villa Park. Also, <laughs> also met Brian Urlacher at a young age and claims that that is like basically his hero. So he, you know, he's taking this fucking seriously and now he gets to come home. So you get these two right off the bat and then steal from the Eagles. His, Absolute steal. What, what's his name? Jack Sanborn. Yeah, are, 57, oh baby. And now you got Jack Sanborn to get some help because chances are that he just had, he was flying solo last year. And now he gets to just full-blown play as the dog he is and just focus on just tackling people, which he did a very good job of last year. And yeah. he's actually very good in coverage. So he is. Three, like, 
solidified starting linebackers. And defensive, a nice little defensive end action, dude. DeMarcus Picking Walker. up DeMarcus Walker. Nice little defensive end action. I'm a huge fan. Um, we're going to see how it goes. I mean, obviously, this isn't as big Seven as the other signings. But Seven I'll sacks take- last season. Had a breakout year. Kind of a sign for concern, considering sometimes guys have breakout years. Either they continue on that path, either that, or mm, it doesn't end so well. Remind you, the Bears were 31st last season in rush defense, so we could knock it to the quarterback. Not good. Also, Not good. Chicago Freestyle um, by Drake and Mr. Giveon. Uh Demarcus Walker on Twitter today. Windy City, she's blowing me kisses. So, man likes good music. Ooh, let's go. Let's go. You got to love it. You got to love the song choices. And then, desperately needed, Nate Davis, another Tennessee yes. Titan. Welcome. Right guard. Welcome. Now, here's my question here. Do you keep Cody, what's his name? Cody Whitehair. Do you keep yeah. Cody Whitehair on the same offensive line as this dude because they play the same position? I think you must. I think you have to, I think for the offensive line specifically, you have to go with talent. Best guy gets in there. Um, obviously, the tackles need to be a little bit bigger, but those two guard positions in center, like, you got to put those guys Crucial. in there if they're good. So he's he's Crucial. playing for sure. I'm say I'm thinking they go and pick up a tackle at that nine spot. He ends up playing on the other end, and then their line is almost is looking a lot better than it did last year at the very least. Well, Vince, there are actually are reports right now, rumors, rumor mill, allegedly. Rumor. Schefter came out today on NFL Live and stated verbatim that the Bears are in talks with Orlando Brown Jr. right now, left tackle. For I like the Chiefs, who they just booted like a bit right. <laughs> I'm scared. What'd you say? I feel like that's a big contract. I'm a little scared of. They still have 50 million cap space, but that scares me a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Now, if they try and get him on a deal, Poles knows him. Maybe there's some sort of understanding they could come to. But a lot of people are stating they see him more as a right tackle just due to his run blocking ability. Yeah, that's also what I've read. So things to pay attention to here. That's exciting. On the flip side of that, Pat Fitzgerald, head coach of Northwestern, came out in local news sources today and said, Skronsky needs to be a fucking bear. And he said, selfishly, I'd love to see that happen. So if you have a hometown guy going for it. That'd be cool. Um I wouldn't be surprised by that pick at all. Uh, I, I was talking about this with my buddies too. It's really funny how these guys that are just from Illinois or, or Chicago suburb adjacent are just always ending up on the team. It's like, I feel like, uh, I mean, at least TJ, I the pickup was big. Um, we were talking about that big boy, that defensive end from Iowa is possibly being a pickup. Um, Van Ness. He's also from Barrington. So like, it's just, these things always end up coming into play. Oh, I mean, there's the talent pool in Illinois. I mean, starting to become a thing, Vince. Yeah. In my eyes, I would personally like to get Justin Fields, his former left tackle at Ohio State. This Paris Johnson, to me, is the pick. That, that to me, is a superior pick over Skronsky, in my eyes. Yeah. Just due to the fact that the talent that he had to play consistently in his side of the Big Ten, where Northwestern, mm, not so much. Yeah, he's a lot more used to playing with – the Stroud and Field type because he has already. Yeah. 
which will yeah. make it easier for him as far as the transition is concerned. Time so we'll see. Tell. Yeah, time so will tell. It's see. all really exciting. You know, if you're a Bears fan right but now, you're positive. drinking all the Kool-Aid. Yeah. It's, it's finally and positive. The man up north is forever always going to be drama-related, Mr. Rogers. Oh, and he might not be in the division next year. Actually, it's looking likely he won't be in the division next year. He might just be pulling the ultimate like bully move of any quarterback slash semi-free agent slash deal I've ever seen. And he's not get like he's like the girl that you're trying really bad to seal the deal with. And she's like, mm, one more dinner. Mm, yeah. I just want to really go bad to Cabo and that's where I'll give it up. And then like. One thing leads to another, and you're like, okay, I got the plane trip booked. And she's like, mm, yeah. Champagne going to be there? Are we taking a <laughs> private plane? And you're like, what the fuck else do you need? So yeah. with all that being said, he has like a fucking wish list. I don't think it's more of a, li- a wish list. I think it's more of a requirement list. Yeah. So the Jets just signed Al Lazard, former favorite target for A-Raj. Randall Cobb just became a free agent. Mercedes Lewis just became a free agent. 38. I think he's still on the Packers, technically. I think they got a trade for him, but he's 38. I mean, what, crazy. what do you say to this guy? And then he also stated he wants them to sign Odell, who no one's, no one even knows how bad that knee is. For one year of Aaron Rodgers. Because you got to remember, too, they're going to have to trade for Aaron Rodgers. And the Packers aren't probably asking for a small deal. So, like, you're talking, like, Maybe they trade Garrett Wilson. Maybe they trade Sauce. Maybe they trade somebody that's a very good talent on their team. They're going to get rid of that. They're going to sign all these Packers guy for one year of this guy. And you're still going to pay him 50 mil. Like, what are we doing? Uh, but I, also, I'm like, please do it because I'm sick of him. So get him out of here. But the other side Elijah of me, like the Moore logical would more side. more so be like grouped in with that. Because if you think about Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, and then you put Elijah Moore as your slot. I mean, that's a really nice weapon for Jordan Love. I mean, that'd that's be great nice if they if they can leverage his season from two years ago instead of last year because he obviously stunk it up last year with that bad quarterback well, he play. No, so. Yeah, he had terrible quarterback play. Garrett Wilson did a great job, but they felt the need to get him the ball. They had to, yeah. That was a requirement. Yeah, so. In my eyes, that's a that's an interesting one to pay attention. The to. Jets are already jacked up, like they already got them. Um, Trey Wingo made the made the uh, announcement that it's basically done yesterday, and he's just been getting roasted on the Twitter sphere because it hasn't been announced yet. I I think it's going to be announced on Friday. I'd say so. I think there's going to be two major announcements, two Fridays in a row, just due to parity, and every Jets fan is going to go out and spend a shit ton of money at local bars in Jersey. That's my prediction. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't that all be That's surprised? my prediction. What was nuts to see today, Vince, was Darren Waller get traded to yeah. the fucking Giants. Josh Jacobs is pissed. I He's would be so pissed, too. He's so sick of this goddamn franchise. Um, wild trade. So, yeah. So, Darren Waller gets traded to the Giants for the 100th overall pick um, used by the Chiefs to get Kadarius Tony. So basically they're trading the chiefs pick 100 overall for Darren Waller, who is an elite tight end. So I don't really understand that trade, especially with the team that's going to have a young or going to have a Jimmy Garoppolo that likes his tight ends. Um, don't know why that happened. I don't know what they're doing trading 
these receiver? Like, why would they do that? I mean, now it's like Hunter, um, excuse me, excuse me, Hunter Renfro. I almost said Henry, um, Hunter Renfro and Devonte Adams. And now they don't have, they don't have that elite tight end in the middle. Um, so there had to be something a little bit more there. Cause it doesn't make much sense to trade for a hundredth overall pick. Um, but yeah, no, that blew my mind when it came through and I was like, Danny dimes, get another guy out there. I like it. Danny dimes getting a guy, which I think helps him greatly because he doesn't really have a number one overall target, which I do. Think and a they big tight end for him. Is nice for a guy like him. But Danny dimes got way overpaid. I mean, we discussed this last week. Have no clue how it's guys still crazy all this money. Yeah, Jimmy G got three years, seventy-two and a half million. And I mean, then you forget that Josh McDaniels is the, the coach there, and you're like, "Oh, they're screwed." Like, what are they doing? No, they're not screwed. This is what everybody's saying. He's not well, good. Just, He's not good. We've been talking about this he for weeks. Good. He's not he good. He's good, Vince. Everybody doesn't get the situation here. And all right, Josh you got to grow a beard if the Raiders don't make the playoffs. <laughs> No, that's a very lofty fucking goal. That's a very lofty fucking <laughs> goal. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, goal. I'm kidding. We'll talk about it when okay. it gets closer. We'll talk about it when time gets closer. But Jimmy G knows the system. And this is a system-based offense that works with a guy who knows how it works. Yeah, that's Bill. why I believe you will see far more success out of a Jimmy G who's ran the offense, knows the ins and outs of it, has Devontae. I mean, he has Devontae, Josh Jacobs. Chances are they will draft a tight end. Maybe that mayor kid out of Notre Dame. Don't be surprised yep. if they make some He's fucking head scratching moves. He's such a dog. And maybe draft that mayor kid at seven because there's always one head scratch. Seven move. is high. <laughs> seven is know, high for him. But there's always one head scratch <laughs> fucking move that every coach makes. Like we thought he was the best talent on the board and we were going to go with our gut. Bah, 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 bah. Whatever. Don't be surprised that either that or they trade back in to get him or they feel they have high conviction on a guy that they could pick up in the middle rounds like Gronk was or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. That's I mean, I can see that happening for sure. It's just mayor going seventh is that's <laughs> wild. But also the Raiders are notoriously bad at drafting. Um, I don't know if the Jimmy G experiments is going to go well. Nobody wins with Josh McDaniels besides Tim Tebow. Uh, supposedly Josh McDaniels is horrible to have to deal with when he's the head of, or he's in charge. He's the master and chief of said team. Um, so good luck, Jimmy G. I don't know. You're in Vegas now, so you're vibing, but I don't, I don't see them doing anything this year. I'm not going to lie. Whoa. Breaking news. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dun-dun. David Montgomery agrees to a three-year, $18 million deal. What? With the Detroit Lions. What? What? Oh, God. Lord in the morning. Why the Lions? Why did the Lions sign? He wants to stick it to us. Yeah, no, I don't blame him either. only thing that I can think of. He wants to stick it to us, even though polls came out and said, that he wants to sign him and he wants to do this. He wants him on the team. Clearly, he tested free agency. That's the best deal he was going to get. Boom. Three he to less Detroit. than ten mil a year to go to Detroit. And the thing is, too, is they have three running backs now. Yeah, I don't know how that works with Swift and and then you Jamal got, Williams had over a thousand yards and freaking seventeen touchdowns last year. Back too. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me, dude. Uh, uh-uh. I don't get it. Why are you going to the Lions, bro? 
that yeah, doesn't that make any feelings. sense. <laughs> that that does kind of hurt my feelings. You could have stayed on a team that's regrowing. That, that, that's like I, I can't imagine that the Bears wouldn't have offered that. that that contract. I can't imagine that. I agree with that. That is such a head scratcher to me. Oh, God. I thought you were going to give me good news. That sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get bad right news. at the end of the pod, up. too. We're basically finishing Bro, up here. You want me to fucking do it. I no, didn't you mean should to do ruin that. it. I didn't mean to piss on your cornflakes, Vince. But what the fuck and am I supposed to do? It's funny because everybody's going to be marinated in two days of this reaction. You guys are just getting a live reaction from us right now. You're getting a oh, live reaction of us being totally kicked in the nuts as a Bears fan right what now. What a fucking bummer! What a bummer, man. We hate this guy now. I mean, there's Damn. no other way. We have to hate him now. I mean, not hate. I don't hate want to word, though. Strongly dislike. You know. Ugh. I don't. Man, um, yeah, that's this bad. is making me sick. I might after this, I might have to puke a little bit. Hey, yeah, the Eagles I'm just signed Rashad right Penny on in other news. Maybe I saw that. Maybe we maybe we sign Miles Sanders. Maybe Miles Sanders is going to be the cure to every one of our ailments, and then we draft Pass. the guy. Pass. Pass. Um. Okay. All yeah. right. Wait. 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 Time out. I know we're wrapping up, but and I know you probably got a tinkle. But listen, well, no, 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 if no, you no, could no, have no. I want to talk Sam Darnold, but okay, go on. Well, Sam Darnold can wait. He can always wait. My, my sweet okay. Sammy can always wait. Anyways, hypothetically, who do you want the Bears to bring in as their running back for the 2023-2024 season? Uh, and I was, I was just thinking right about now, this, too. With all the disappointment, with all of it fresh on the brain, who do you think? Uh, is Barry Sanders still? <laughs> just, Barry Sanders um, is long retired. Yeah, I. It's okay. So, thinking about this critically, um, a lot of guys already like Jeff. Jeff Wilson already signed. Obviously, they're gonna have Cleo Herbert. He's still gonna be in that backfield. He was pretty good last year. I don't know, man. This, this is what I've been saying. It's like I really want a guy. I want like a good guy. Um. You could sign a Chase Edmonds, I guess, or Kareem Hunt or something of that nature. But, ah, God, I want Austin Eckler. <laughs> give me him. Or give me Bijan. I'm still on that Bijan train. Trade up for Bijan. So here's the only way that I think Austin Eckler works. Is if you have Khalil Herbert alongside him. Khalil Herbert's your, your, you know, your short down okay. distance back, your early down back. And he's yeah. your third down back. But what do you trade for Austin Eichler? That's the question. Will they accept a third round pick? Probably a fourth. Probably a third. Probably a third and like a sixth. I I might just do it. I know he's been consistently healthy and he's a. And think about him in like a run and gun offense, a fast quarterback. He's good catching the ball out of the backfield. Like it kind of fits well. Ooh. Can't block for the life of him, but that doesn't matter. That's not his job. (laughs) That's why you got Khalil Herbert. Yeah. I think they draft a running back, to be honest, in the mid-rounds. As I stated earlier, maybe second or third round. It could be some situation. Either that or if Bijan's still around at the tail end of the first round, maybe you trade back in and take him. I would love that. Would that like totally just make you stiffy, like just stiffer than a board, Vince? Vince oh, yeah. I mean, I'm rock hard Bichon all the time. <laughs> but Vince loves his Bijan kid. Like, he Those is feet, all man. about him. He's got great feet. He's got great feet. But he's not like a big cat. You know what I'm saying? I, I think of a running back like a David Montgomery, a dude who can just run run people over. 
But maybe DeAndre yeah. Swift's on the market. Maybe DeAndre Swift deserves a new relocation. Maybe you call up the Lions and say, hey, listen, we'll throw you a sixth for him. Give it over. Just, Unless uh, Jamal Williams has zero thought process of signing with the Lions. We'll see. I mean, I I, I bet he's coming that back. Would be he's a total their best slap in the. That would be a total slap in the face to him as a player because if you watched any of Hard Knocks last season, you would know that MCDC, Motor City Dan Campbell himself, loves that fucking guy. So for I don't him blame to get rid of him would be the biggest slap in the face. Like, that is their offensive leader. That's their guy. That's their glue guy. And now he's behind David Montgomery. Man. Interesting. David Montgomery, you're forever an enemy of the pot. All right, Sammy D., Signs yep. to the 49ers. This is a long time coming. I predicted this last offseason. You actually did. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, I did. Uh, I like Heard it here first, up. people. He's a backup. Um, if he's going to be good anywhere, it's going to be there. You know for a fact Trey Lance is going to get injured at some point next year. So put him in there. I guess Brock Purdy's not in the plans, even though he played like a boss. Maybe he's going to take a while to get better. So I don't know. We'll see. He's going to get in at some point. That's how the 49ers work, so. We'll see if he can make it for them. Hmm. It's an interesting thought process to me. I think Kyle Shanahan believes he might be able to fix him. Brock Purdy, I think, was a flash in the pan. If I had a guess, that's a flash in the pan option. What did he do wrong, though? That's the thing. I feel like usually you got to do something wrong to get knocked out like that. Well, he didn't do really anything wrong. He just tore up his elbow. He had an injury that most guys, personally, in my eyes, have a hard time. Don't come back, back from, from quickly. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. the thing. So we, we got to pay attention to that. But I think Sammy D in that offense could thrive. If he knew all the – he had all the people in the zoo and knew what was going on. Yeah, Here's and it doesn't require him to do you. too much. True. Here's an early one for you. Don't be surprised, and this has nothing to do with the 49ers or the quarterback position. Actually, has to do with the defense position. Okay. Don't be surprised if Bobby Wagner re-signs with the Seattle Seahawks and goes. Back. I can see it. The Rams don't want him anymore, obviously. So, <laughs> right. right, they dumped him. Um, another kind of confusing move, maybe similar to how the Bears did it. Andy Dalton, two-year, ten mil, eight mil guaranteed with the Panthers. That's a God thing, right? They brought him in to do what the Bears did, basically. They they were like, okay, hey, well, what well, you can learn under Andy. CJ was so insufferable. Learn under him oh, <laughs> all man, year. That man. was so insufferable to watch. The Red Rocket. <laughs> they were like, we got our guy. We're like, we all know this isn't the guy. Yeah, like, what are man. we doing here? <laughs> QB one. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty interesting free agency either guys overpay a lot and reset a market for a certain position or it like all makes sense like right now the bears might have overpaid a little bit but to your point what they paid for three defensive starters they would have paid brocon for a season yeah so i'd rather those three than him in aggregate so it is what it is i just by next yeah. week people we are going to be in some insane nfl content and i'm jacked for it we got nfl combine talk to still discuss cliffhanger once again you're welcome yeah. and as always we we thank you so much for tuning in every week with us uh we thank you as you take the time out of your day to join us as we, we love doing it and and you know you got some homework so with that being said you, you gotta like us 
right? Like us. You, you got to rate us, right? Rate us. You got to share us to a friend. Share us. And, and then or a family member. You have to share us to a family member. And a specific family member, right? Yeah. And that family member is your grandfather, right? Grandpappy. So you got to say, Gramps, listen. We got this show that we're listening to. It's all about sports. We know how much you love sports. You're the fucking reason we listen to sports. We love sports. And we know how much you love the radio. So, boom. You get them listening to the show with you every week. You get a thing to do with your grandfather now. He yeah. appreciates you. You get time to spend with him and maybe some of his final days. You don't know. Life is a fickle fucking thing, peeps. Yeah. How about and, and uh, family like bonding? That. Try that one out. Fam- family bonding? He might have to shave. You queue up Henson shaving, boom. You got 100 free fucking razors. You could shave. He's you good for three years. He's good for three years. Ass. You could do it. it just, bottom line, you know what to do. And as always, we'll see you next week. Peace.